Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, cool boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another back scratchy installment. Back scratch of, fever of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm the only real Nightwing Ballard. What? That? <laughs> oh my God! I don't what? even know. It's you're trying to usurp my. Cool moniker because. What are you talking about? This is a Nightwing episode. Why wouldn't I choose some kind of punny name? All right. Well, I am the cat's paw. <laughs> You're not Nightwing, Steve. <laughs> That's messed up, man. I'm upset. I'm gonna. Th- I'm gonna file a complaint with the HR. I think. Yeah, you can't. I don't think there's anything they can do for that one. <laughs> I don't know. He took, he took a name. He <laughs> stole my name. name. I told him, stole all, my... I said I was going to be all season Nightwing Steve. Yeah. yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> dick. It doesn't even, doesn't yeah. even ring right. Nightwing Ballard. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And you're Steve. And I'm Catwoman Steve. Ooh, uh, very <laughs> sexy. Meow. Rear. Meow. Directed by Butch Lukic and written by Hilary J. Bader. This episode came out on November 15th, 1997, and this week's villain is, you guessed it, Enrique El Gancho. <laughs> I kind of think the villain's Catwoman. She kind of is. You in, don't think that end. she's the villain? She is the villain in a lot of her episodes. It's a twist. Yeah. It's like I you always want villain, her yeah. not to be the villain. You're hoping. Except this time. You wanted her to be the villain this time? Yeah, she was doing my boy Nightwing so raw. So, really? What was yeah, I think I think she was doing Nightwing I raw. I think she was, like, um, just doing the same thing that she does with Batman. Which is, like, oh. just, like, you know. No. In fact, that's the whole ending of the episode is <laughs> specifically that it's not what she would have done with Batman. It's why she chose Nightwing to work with her because she wanted to fuck him over and she didn't care. But let's talk about this episode and what Wikipedia says. Wikipedia says, in an effort to further distance himself from Batman, Nightwing Ballard tries to go it alone to stop a smuggling ring and gets unexpected help from the seductive Catwoman Steve, 
who attempts a somewhat sensual relationship with him. I kind of want to talk a little bit about what you were saying about the end, because I guess, you know, I kind of thought that basically she was doing to Batman what, or to Nightwing, what she had done to Batman in the past, which was like fucking with him and making him uh, like question whether she's good or bad and kind of flirty with him. And I, I, that's, I, I thought she was just basically like, like Batman's kind of like, you fool me once, shame on me, you fool me twice sort of situation. And Nightwing is like in the, in the first, you know, like she, I thought she was just kind of doing it again. So I don't, what happened, I guess, what, what were you referencing that he was like, no, that's specifically like she, she, uh, was, uh, wouldn't have done the same stuff to Batman that, uh she would have done to Nightwing like what are you referring to um with Batman she loves Batman right not Bruce Selena Kyle doesn't love Bruce Selena Kyle loves Batman well I think she's just attracted uh, they haven't they haven't actually have like a love sure fine know. love attraction fine she, whatever well splitting I mean it's hairs. a difference I don't think splitting it's splitting hairs, hairs. Uh, okay but that's not the point we're talking about children's cartoons so I'm just I'm just maybe being uh, but she's know, also a little bit generally Nightwing, in my conversation I guess but I, okay I, I, I can say what you think I oh, yeah. you know what I feel or you can just cut me off after I'm three sorry. words I'm sorry <laughs> so um she picks Nightwing for this like she literally goes after Nightwing to seduce Nightwing because he's young and because he's stupid and because and these are her eyes right this is her perspective and because she can throw him away she's attracted to Batman far too much to not only seduce him but to throw him away so she uses Nightwing specifically in this episode for the events of this episode so that at the end when if she were to get busted, she can throw Nightwing at them, at the bad guys, at El Gancho, throw Nightwing at the cops, uh-huh. throw Nightwing at Batman, and use him as a scapegoat or a smokescreen to get away without thinking about caring for his well-being or what happens to him afterwards. With Batman, no matter what, even if she were to have seduced him and used him, she would still care for Batman and what what happened to him and his outcome. And I think that's why she was comfortable abusing Dick. Bruce and Dick both knew this, and that's why they double-crossed her in the end. They knew she was going to take advantage of Nightwing because she thought he was young and inexperienced. But the reality is Batman and Nightwing were working together, and Dick and Bruce both knew that Selina was going to try to pull one over on Dick so they prepared for it. That's the double cross of the episode. That's the twist of the episode. The twist isn't yeah. that Catwoman was going to fuck over Nightwing. The twist is that Batman and Nightwing they both all knew, knew she was going to do it. Because she's done it to Batman. That's why they Right, knew. but with Batman, she always says, like, let's go together. I'm serious. I will fucking leave with you. I don't care. I, you know, like, she's even I, attempted to stop being a criminal for Batman. But this episode's a full-on. As you mentioned earlier, she's really the villain of she, the episode. She kind of I guess again I, I felt like she does the same stuff to to Nightwing where she's like let's go to, off into the sunset together and have some she fun she does but she doesn't you know? care if he gets caught I, you know again but I, f- I don't remember which episode but I feel like she does the same to Batman where she kind of tra- ditches him like when she's getting about to get caught I don't remember which episode but I, I felt like she's treated him about yeah, the same but the difference is she cares what happens to Batman she gives no shits about what happens to Nightwing Eh, I guess uh, 
And I'm that's not inter- why I, I feel like that part that you're throwing in there is much more left up to, to interpretation than the part of like the obvious double cross that they they all knew that she was being manipulative. Like, well, unfortunately, I don't have quotes here because I didn't expect you to not understand the ending of the episode. No, I understand the ending. And I'm, all I'm saying is that I think that this is like take two. Batman's like, she's done this to me. She's not going to do it again to me. She's going to pick you because she, this is because this is her M.O. And that and so it's not it's not she's like she's manipulative is her M.O. is what you're saying. Yeah, that her, her M.O. is to like twist. Yeah, I agree. She's the femme fatale of like being like all a lovey, you know. She throws all the flirtation and she does that stuff and makes you think that that she's in love with you or that you're going to be off together. But the moment things go sour, she's going to ditch you. I I felt that that was her mo also with Batman and and with with uh, you know uh, Robin, I guess, or with Nightwing. I know like in the comic books or whatnot, they have like a more serious relationship. But I didn't really think in this in the series in this in the animated series that they've really developed that um, too much I thought she's more of like a femme fatale I guess but um, no I, I, I'm not <laughs> I, I get the ending I guess I'm, I think that part that I say in, saying is left up to interpretation is the part where you're like she's in love with Batman and all that stuff like I, I do think she's in love with Batman yeah I think she's like uh, they've definitely made that very clear that she that Catwoman she's attracted. is in love with Batman. Uh, I think she's or attracted, all, like, attracted to, sure. you know. But she gets attracted to Nightwing too. You know, she's mm. all like uh yeah, she's Yeah. But she's not attracted to his soul. She's attracted to just <laughs> his body. Okay, again, well, yeah, uh, interpretation, I guess. Well, I guess we haven't really even talked about the big stuff cuz we dove so quickly into the end. This is the first official appearance of Nightwing in this season in this series. Is it the first and official? I thought they've had him they popped up no, when he was this like is it. No, that was Dick popping into the Wayne Manor, but this is officially the first time we're ever seeing Nightwing. No way. Yeah. No, there was other yeah. times we saw Nightwing. Absolutely. When he when no. he said like he's a killer and he and he pointed that out That was that was Dick Grayson walking in on a training going on in Bruce yeah, Manor. But he wasn't dressed as yeah. Nightwing. Yeah, he was not dressed night. This is the first time he's Nightwing in the series. Oh, okay. Literally. This is, this is the first Nightwing episode, and it's the first time we've seen him as Nightwing with the mullet you love. Mm-hmm. And you know what I like is you see more as you see Dick not as Nightwing. You see more what he does with the mullet as Dick Grayson, and he just puts it in a ponytail. It's like it's like, it's like like his Dick Grayson identity is like mullet in a ponytail. There, there's not a lot uh, hidden. <laughs> He kind of gives up everything, I feel like, here. Um, we're also meeting right now for the first time El Gancho, Enrique El Gancho, known as Henry the Hook in English. And um, he's a pretty shitty villain. He's just some bald Vin Diesel-looking guy. <laughs> but Catwoman has been revamped, Steve. Mm-hmm. Do you like Catwoman's revamp? Uh, I'm not – you know, I, I guess it's like they've just made her – like more uh i guess sexy or like or it's like i don't it, like they have her like hips more know. like uh thinner and it, like it's, it's she's just like an outline of like you know tits and ass I yeah guess. she's more silhouette than she was last time yeah but yeah and you know i, I, I don't think, like it though I, it, I don't think it's a bad update i didn't think the the original was bad either you know it's one of those things where it's like oh. is it needed 
I love uh, the original. I thought the original was great. I don't like this revamp at all. And I'm not talking about Selena Kyle. I mean just the Catwoman costume look. The Catwoman look, I do not like this look of her. It looks so ghostly and weird and yeah. and it's just it's just it's too simplified. It's like they dumbed it down. You know what I mean? She's supposed to I don't be like kind why. of like a shadow. So like you, you know, she's a cat burglar. So it's right, like yeah, all she's black. more blends in the shadow. But still, that yeah. gray costume was the best with the little like gold belt she had on. It, that was much more like sexy, I guess. This one's it was, you know, uh, but it, you know, either one. I I, I don't really hate it, right? But yeah, this is much more like yeah, she's like a a cat burglar. Uh, I don't like the uh, face. I really just don't like that the the way they do the ears or the, the way that the face pops out or the eyes. Yeah. What do you think about the Grayson Manor? Uh, since we, you know, we're just talking about moments ago about first time we saw Dick this season was in Wayne Manor, but we also see Dick in his Grayson Manor, his apartment or whatever the fuck it was. Um, oh, I thought there was, I was like, did I miss something? Like his when I when I hear when I hear Manor, I think of. Uh... In a stake or something. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely not in a state. He, he yeah. has a warehouse. He has a loft uh-huh. <laughs> in the factory you know, neighborhood of uh of I like Gotham. his motorcycle. It's tight. And Dix and Babs, they're still going steady, I guess. But it does seem like he denies Babs a ride. And at first, you're kind of like, you oh, is he giving her the cold shoulder? Mm-hmm. But when you see the ending of the episode, you realize it's just Dick and Bruce pulling you know, a double cross on, on Selena. You're like, oh, okay. He had to go on without her to be able to get Catwoman to fall in love with him and all that shit. <laughs> fall in love, um, yes. <laughs> I mean, essentially, Dick is really the honeypot here for Catwoman. But the, the whole episode, Catwoman's the honeypot for Dick is what we think as the audience. Uh-huh. And it plays to the fact that Dick Grayson is supposed to be the most handsome person in DC universe and DC lore. <laughs> is that does it play to that? I didn't really think it did, and I didn't know that. Well, was, I don't know if it plays it to that, but that is true. That is, is a that, fact. That is a fact. He's supposed to be the most handsome. I didn't know that. Where's that? You didn't from? know that? No. Yeah, Dick Grayson is supposed to be the most handsome person in all of DC. I don't believe that. Where was that from? T Titans Go or something? That's from everyone. Yeah. That's not from T Titans Go, by the way. <laughs> T Titans Go is amazing, but that is not I from Teen like Titans Go. I've heard that from T Titans Go. No, it's uh, true. It's true. Trust me. It's like it's a it's a nerd thing. Every, all the nerds know that Dick Grayson is supposed to be the most handsome person in all of boy, DC. More handsome than Bruce. I feel like that Bruce is, would be upset from here. Oh no, that. no, Bruce understands. Bruce gets it. That's why he brought Dick Grayson. In. He goes, "Oh, if I'm going to have the most handsome person in the world." <laughs> In my existence, I might as well make him my ward, I might as well so that way I look hot next to him. Right, him that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, Selena Kyle also got a revamp. She's not just slightly changed, and because you know they changed Catwoman, yeah, they gave her black short hair. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It is a vastly different person <laughs> than it was last season. Well, you know, as a burglar, you got to change your look, right? It doesn't work. I don't know. It doesn't really work for me. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. And then my favorite part is when she tries to whip Batman, and uh, and then Batman tells her, and he's like, "I don't trust you, Selena." It's like, no shit, you just try to whip him. <laughs> like all this stuff is so. It's it's a little odd, but I I when you're watching the episode, there's a point where uh, Selena and Dick like you know force Batman out of Selena's penthouse, and then they they go Selena and Dick go and see Batman and Babs, uh, Batgirl chilling in the Batmobile and when you're watching it you're like wouldn't Batman and Batgirl know they're right above them based on like the locator because they're following their you know their their uh their geolocation 
based on like satellites and tracking or whatever, right? So you're like, wait, why wouldn't they not know that they're right above them when they let the cat go, Isis go, to go on her prowl? But it makes sense later, but it's a moment that Catwoman maybe should have caught on. Because you're like, okay, yeah, they're all double-crossing her. That they that they didn't realize that they were right above them? Because I thought they were supposed to be watching them, like being right below them. Watching them. Well, they're like on the building next to them, and the Batmobile's like a few blocks over from the penthouse, Catwoman's penthouse. So it's it's a little weird when they like get on top of the building and directly below them in the alley is the Batmobile, and the Batmobile, like Batman wouldn't be like, they're above us! Like, <laughs> like I was kind of assuming weird. they couldn't tell, uh, you know, depth the I range guess. is yeah, big like they just know okay. like they're in the in, in this like that's that's some crazy True. uh um, well technology if, you know for that age for him to be able to be like she's above or below i think it would be yeah below, like, for 1997 yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, even really then is. like I, I, what year is this supposed to be taking place i i do rec- I, you know it's a it's a weird it's hard to tell but mm-hmm. uh, i do think it is supposed to be taking place more in the present because um, there's another episode later on where they mentioned, like, DVDs in the background. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, bring that up when we get to that point, please, because I'm curious about that. Yeah, I saw um, that. So, uh, so wow. I t- for whatever reason, I don't, unless DVDs are an old old thing, it's hard to tell. Yeah, they're outdated. <laughs> um, the revamped Batmobile. I think this is the first time we got to see the Batmobile, or at least the first time I re- recognized it in the first five episodes of the season. And... Um, it's it's I don't know I'm not a big fan of the the revamp Batmobile I, didn't I really even, really love that older one I didn't notice uh, what's the changes on this revamp? well the older one was that really square and boxy and long right uh-huh. kind of like and then this one is a lot more like um like a Joel Schumacher style did they just because then the last one was more like wasn't the last one more like the Tim Bur- uh, Burton one no yeah but it was remember it was very boxy and uh-huh. it had like that Cadillac grill yeah and like this one is much more like a Batmobile. Um, I just mm-hmm. really like that old style, uh, the Batmobile. And we had that great episode, you know, where um, uh, the Penguin uh, tried to fuck with it. The with mechanic? Face. With the mechanic. Yeah, the mechanic episode. That was so great. It was. One of my favorites. Oh, and Steve, we had a shipping log earlier. Did you recognize the ship names at all? No. Well, there's the Andrea Doria from Seinfeld. There's the SS Minnow from Gilligan's Island. There's the HMS Bounty from Mutiny on the Bounty. And then there's Poseidon from the Poseidon Adventure, or Poseidon if you watch the Kurt Russell film. And the Andrea Doria is not just from Seinfeld. I realize that's a real ship that actually did sink. (laughs) Even though I just said it was from Seinfeld. I know it from Seinfeld. Very cool. Yeah, nice little Easter egg. It's fun to see those Easter eggs with the, you know, distance on these shows and as an adult and being able to understand the little nods. At the time, they weren't really thinking that there was going to be someone able to pause it, too, I think. No. It's for parents, right? Oh, maybe this was 98, so there was more of the pausing, like, VCR. Because, like, even with – I feel like DVDs is, like, when people really realize that they could pause and see, like, all those gags that the animators left in shows. There was some TiVo. Yes, TiVo did exist in 98, but there wasn't much DVR. It yeah. was mostly TiVo at that point. It's, a, it's so crazy how it's changed the way that we view uh, television. Well, yeah, it is funny how TiVo changed everything uh, moving forward. I mean, yeah, everyone had DVR forever, and now everyone's just fucking streaming. Um, <laughs> so the MacGuffin of the episode was the Cat's Eye Emerald, the Pearl of Argentina. Mm-hmm. Steve. 
was it worth it? <laughs> was um, episode worth that? <laughs> well, you know, was it the episode worth it? I, you know, I actually thought this was like a decent episode. I, I, I know you made a mention that you didn't really. I guess I'm guessing enjoy it that much, but I think I made a mention off air. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I said that on air. Yeah, and uh, to me, you know, this was this was a good storytelling. Like, like we were just yeah, talking. you love Nightwing. This is your favorite episode. I do like that way. Yeah, fuck yeah. I like I'm seeing... assuming you gave this a five out of five boys. I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm assuming this is a five I, out of five boys movie uh, for you. I like seeing the progression, I guess, in, in all the char- characters. Like you saw more like you're seeing so much more of Batgirl in this uh reiteration. I, yeah. I hope to see her be a little bit more um developed. I, I don't know if she just is sidelined throughout no 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 she gets developed i mean there's some batgirl stuff but there's also an episode i can't remember the title of it it's coming up this season it's about uh it's like one of the few episodes i do remember from this series from this season of this series but um it's a supergirl batgirl episode where they're like best friends together and they like do the whole episode together oh really well that'd be cool i don't remember Uh, really this iteration um i don't have as much memory of it same but, um, yeah, this is this is not me discovering this season for the first time, but this is me like rediscovering this season. While the last two seasons of Batman that we've watched, Batman the Animated Series and the Adventures of Batman Robin, yeah, I like knew those like the back of my hand for the most part. So, um, it is. I, I guess I'm interested to see both of those sort of uh, characters uh, grow. Um, so I I I've, I enjoyed this one, seeing how because you were at first as a viewer. Uh, you th- you're thinking, fuck Nightwing, like why don't don't ditch Batman, you know, like Catwoman's bad, and then you, right. you realize that they're all working together as a team and they're all in and out together. He's still dating back, uh, Batgirl and blah blah. Well, blah. it's not as obvious if he's still dating her because even she like gives him like some shade when he like is with Catwoman and the way he like uh, saves Catwoman even at the end before she goes into repeller. It's like straight out of the Last Crusade. Yeah. Um. There's, like, some moments where, you like, Batgirl's kind of like, hey, Dick, you, you might have gone a little too close to her on this one for me. <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of that mm-hmm. to me. But, yeah, it's weird because you're not so sure if they are still dating in this series. Yeah, I thought that there was – I don't know. Was it in this one or another episode where they allude to them kind of living together? I thought they were living together. Uh, that might be another episode because I, I haven't watched ahead, and um, I don't recall that oh, okay. uh, in anything we've seen yet. Let me see if I had a note in this one. Oh, I just have that Dick and Barbara know their secret identities. and Oh, yeah, and, wrote, and live with each other in Act 1. Of Wait, the, they live with each other in Act 1? You mean when he's in the Grayson Manor loft? Yeah, yeah. That's not their That's not their apartment. I thought it was. Are you sure? No. Are you sure? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I think that's just his place. I'm going to go back, do a quick research real quick. You're going to look and see if there's any womenly things around yeah, the apartment? Yeah, I'm do a little um, investigation on this. Thing. I think it's pretty barren. It's pretty bachelor patty. If it's bachelor patty, well... I'll concede. Interesting. Well, I, I I gave this a three out of five boys. It was really more of a two out of five boy episode until the very end where the double cross happens and you kind of replay the episode in your head and you're like, oh, yeah, it actually does work. All those little missteps that I thought weren't, weren't missteps. They were actually little crumbs. Yeah, it is pretty uh, Dick Grayson-y. It is. What I do like is that they're like share, and we didn't discuss it really. Is that uh, they're sharing their both sides of their lives. You know, they're sharing they their secret identities and their regular lives, and that's yeah. something that um, 
they didn't show or Batman like purposefully has kept separate, you know? So you don't really see that too much. You see Batman try and ne- never have those things cross. No one's ever going to find out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And right. besides, you know, the people that he works with and, uh, you know, Dick and uh, Barbara are discussing work stuff while he's Dick dressing up in his costume, running out, doing some cool, you know, escape. Mm-hmm. Why I thought they were living together was because she left them there, you know, I guess. That was one of the Or things. no, he, uh, he left her there. Yeah, yeah. He left her right. there doing that cool right. thing. She has a key, clearly. So that's why I thought that she was. they were kind of living together, I guess. She has a key, and she's got her toothbrush there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, what uh, – yeah, so I thought this was kind of like a, an interesting one. Uh, so I, I don't know if I would get five out of five because I was kind of bored. Uh, it, I liked the twists. Maybe like four and a half to five. Hey, I'll give it a five. I liked it. You're, you're giving El Gancho a five out of five? <laughs> I don't think it's the El Gancho is the villain. It's more How dare it's you? a story of, like, you know. It's, again, like, it's interesting It's interesting to see the, the uh, dynamics play out of, like, the whole Batman and company. And so this is, like, yeah, at first you think it's Nightwing the and dynamics. Batman fighting each other, but no, they aren't. You know, then, then it's maybe Nightwing and, uh, you know, uh, Batgirl because – you're like, how can he be doing this if he's dating her and blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting one. Yeah, because he's slutting it up pretty hard with Selena he on the is, couch. He is. He's not, he's not bad. He's not saying, hey, I'm dating somebody. He, he totally should have. No. Yeah, and on top of that, there are moments where, like, the camera, like, shows them getting on a couch together, sitting next to each other, and then, like – Selena start to pull down her blouse and then the camera pans <laughs> over to the window and it just shows drapes blowing in the wind uh-huh. and then we just hear music and saxophones playing and it's like it alludes pretty heavily <laughs> to that they're doing it and the cat covers the cat's eyes like meow you know it's oh man I don't have a note of that where was that that was in act two, uh, okay. act two. so yeah okay so five out of five boys for Steve <laughs> and three out of five boys for me All right. awesome great bad stuff Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week. Same Cool Bat time, same Cool Bat channel. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of You Scratch My Back or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batmanandbeyondcoolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening, and Cool Boy Nation... Stay cool and remember to scratch your back, Steve. Meow. Until next time, it's Vizies from Meow Ballard. What? You're taking... Uh, I thought you are Nightwing. <laughs> I'm Nightwing Ballard now, actually. Yeah, yeah, you are. And what are you? Uh, Catwoman Steve. Catwoman Steve. You could have been... Sexy Steve or scratch my back I, Steve? I'm all those things by being Catwoman. Yeah, you are.
Now get over here and sit on my dick. I'm just <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I won't. I'll cut that part out. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> this isn't Sorry. cool, boys. And yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh my god. So cool. Batman and Beyond. Oh yeah. Batman and Beyond. Oh.